All right, welcome to episode 67 of the podcast, dude. I feel really good today. I just got back from a sabbatical week. Been working on my Logic Pro X for Podcasters course. That's coming along nicely. Man, so today I'm talking about portable recording setups because I got a question from one of the Sean West community members, Diana. She was asking, I'm going to be doing a bunch of traveling and going here and going there, and, and I need to record some podcast interviews. What's the best setup for that? And I said, you just opened a huge can of worms, and I'm excited because I get to talk about it. No, this is seriously a good question, one that I think about a lot because I am interested in traveling and I am interested in recording away from my safe, comfortable little home studio. And beyond that, a portable recording setup can, is also really useful for shooting video, which is something that I like doing. So today we're talking about portable recording setups. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot of options. I even took a bunch of stuff, a bunch of gear to a couple of Starbucks. Excuse me. A couple of Starbucks and recorded some examples. So I have those and I will play them for you because really like you can talk about microphones all day, but until you actually record something and let people listen to it to hear how it sounds, then it's kind of just like whatever. So <laughs> hope you're having a good morning so far. Let's get into this show. Play my intro. Oh my gosh, it's almost 2017. Guys, oh, where did this year go? The year's just gone. All right, welcome to episode 67 of the podcast, dude. This is my show about podcasting, about audio, about writing, about growing an audience. There's lots of things I like to talk about, and I talk about what I want because it's my show. So I hope you're having a good day so far. I should introduce myself. My name is Aaron Dowd. I'm 31 years old. I live in Fort Worth, Texas, or near Fort Worth, Texas, really. And I'm an audio nerd. Not going to lie. I enjoy audio things. Love talking about it. That's why I do this show. Want to help you make a great podcast or just record great audio. Everyone should record great audio. I love great audio. Okay, so today we're talking about portable recording setups. I said I got a question from Diana about this. So let's uh, let's go ahead and explore. So there are really three things that you need to think about and consider if you want to record audio away from your, your home setup, your, your house. Garrett Mickley in the chat says, make audio great again. Not going to touch that. First, portability. So do you want something super portable? Or are you willing to carry around, carry around a backpack full of audio gear? It's actually kind of important. If you're like me and you want to travel with as little as possible, I mean, I, I, I just got a 12-inch Retina MacBook lately because I'm like, I don't even want to carry around an extra two pounds. So is portability important to you or like, are you okay with carrying around this huge backpack full of stuff? Second thing you need to consider, think about, is sound quality. Now, do you want to have the best sound possible or... Is it okay if it's like, if there's a little bit of ambience or if it's not the most amazing sound? It's, it's kind of a trade-off. And the trade-off is money, right? Third and final thing you need to keep in mind is money. So generally, there's, uh, there's three tiers that people fall into. One, I don't have or I don't want to spend a lot of money on a portable recording setup. Two, I can invest a little bit of money for some good gear. That's, that's actually where I fall into. I'm, I'm in number two. I'll invest a little bit of money for some good sound. Or three, 
I'm freaking rich. Show me the best gear. I'm not there yet. Maybe someday I will be. I'd love to be able to drop like 75 grand on a bunch of microphones. Not there yet. We're getting there. We can get, So I'm going to say that in this episode, I'm going to focus on tiers one and two. So either really just like budget stuff. So either you don't want to spend a lot of money or you, or you don't have any money at all. Well, if you don't have any money, then just turn this off because, you know, no, I'm just kidding. You can still listen. We're going to talk about budget stuff. The stuff, the gear that I'm going to explain and talk about is not going to be super expensive gear. If you have, if you like, if you want to drop 10 grand on a, on a portable recording setup, just shoot me an email, Aaron at the podcast dude.com. And I'll tell you all the good stuff, but whatever. Enjoy being rich. All right. So portable (laughs) audio recording devices. This is where we're going to start. This is where we're going to start these little portable recording devices, the Zoom H4n, the H5 or the H6, or the Tascam DR40. And these are little handheld devices like imagine stacking two or three iPhones together. And that's about the size that these things are. You can hold them in your hand. They have usually have a stereo condenser mic on the top that you can just record, or you can plug in external microphones like the XLR microphones that I talk about, the Shure SM58. It's kind of a standard. So I really like these. I think for portable audio recording devices, they're a good investment because you can carry them around. They're not big. They have a built-in microphone, or if you want to expand them into a couple of, like plug in a couple extra microphones into them, then you can. And they generally run about depending on what you get, anywhere from about $200 to $500. And they're just really handy. I mean, you could also bring your laptop and bring a, like a USB audio interface. I talk about the Focusrite Scarlet interfaces a lot. So these are just little boxes that you can plug microphones into that plug into your laptop. And these days, you can even plug a lot of these USB devices into your iPhone with a lightning cable adapter. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's totally an option. I, I just like the Zoom H4n. That's what I bought. Paid, uh, what did I pay? 150 bucks for it. It's pretty great. And remember, if you're going to buy one of these portable recording devices, you're going to need to bring extra batteries or even better, like a power adapter and an extension cable. And I'll include links to all this stuff I'm talking about in the show notes, which are at the podcastdude.com slash 67. So portable audio recording device. I like those. Let's talk about mics that plug into your phone. If you want a very, very simple portable setup, like <laughs> no extra weight, just, just a little tiny microphone that you can throw in your backpack to keep along with you all the time, then you'll want to do something like the Shure MV88 Lightning mic. I have one of these. I really like it. It's just, it's tiny. It fits in the palm of my hand. Very light, but it plugs into my iPhone through the, through the Lightning port and allows me to get some better audio. I mean, it's not a huge step up from the built-in microphone on the iPhone, but it is pretty great. 150 bucks for the Shure MV88. If you use an Android, then you're going to want to check out the Rode VideoMic Me. These run 70 or $80. They just plug into the headphone port. <laughs> and obviously, if you buy one of the new iPhones, you cannot use these mics because there is no headphone port. But the Rode Video Mic Me, 60, 70 bucks, nice little microphone. And the really cool thing about these little portable mics is that you can also use them to shoot better audio for your video, to record better audio for your video, rather. They're very portable, and they're not going to be a huge step up from your phone's built-in microphone, but you get a little bit of better quality, 
and you can't beat the portability of these little mics that plug into your phone. Okay, so accessories. Let's talk about accessories. If you do decide to get one of these portable recording devices like the Zoom H4n or the H6 or the Tascam DR40, and you want to record with XLR mics, you're going to need to get some XLR cables and possibly some mic stands. These little desktop um, mic stands, you can get them for 8 or $10. And if you're going to record, like, say, in a bar or in a coffee shop or in an office environment, then a little tiny desktop stand will probably work because most likely you're going to be sitting around a table. And I don't recommend keeping these little desktop stands to use at home, generally because you want to get a little bit closer if you're using a dynamic microphone or even a regular condenser microphone. But for traveling and for on the road, there's a couple of 8 to $10 desktop stands that I'll include links to that are really, really nice and should do you fine. Okay, as far as cables go, I buy my microphone cables from Monoprice. Monoprice is great. You can get all kinds of cables there, really cheap, really high quality. All right, so let's. So I've been talking about this different gear. I want to play some examples for you. So I went to Starbucks this past weekend, and I brought my Zoom H4n. I brought my MV88 Lightning mic for my iPhone, and I brought a couple of microphones that I have. So the mic I'm talking in right now is the Shure Beta 87A, and this is a super cardioid condenser microphone that's phenomenal for podcasting. But I have a couple other microphones that I've used before. I have a Shure SM58 dynamic microphone. This is like the standard microphone. When, you, when people think microphone, like on, on stage especially, this is the mic they think of. Looks like a snow cone. You've seen these. Or an ice cream cone? Yeah, it looks like an ice cream cone. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> depends on what you think an ice cream cone looks like. So the SM58, and those run about $100 new. I have a shotgun microphone, an Audio-Technica 875R runs about $175 new. So it's kind of like a low mid-range shotgun microphone, not super cheap, but definitely not the shotgun microphone I want, which is the Rode NTG3. I love that microphone and I will have one. Okay. And then I also brought a large diaphragm condenser microphone and the Shure KSM32. That's the microphone that Serial was recorded with. So pretty standard, nice mid-range $500 condenser microphone that sounds really, really good. So I went to Starbucks and I called up my friend Matt and I said, Matt, would you help me record some test examples? And he said, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I, went up, <laughs> I went up and I recorded some test examples. So I'm going to play those for you now. Let's see. First one was just the built-in microphone uh, on my iPhone, iPhone 7. The second one was the MV88 Lightning mic plugged into my iPhone in monocardioid mode. The third is the MV88 in bidirectional mode. And then the fourth one was my Zoom H4n, just the built-in microphone on the Zoom H4n. The fifth is the shotgun mic. The sixth is the condenser mic, the Shure KSM32. And finally, number seven is the Shure SM58. So I play these and... I'll remind you of what they are at the beginning. Well, no, I think I say what they are at the beginning. So I'll play through them and then I'll, I'll tell you what I think. And, and after thinking about it for a while, the conclusion that I came up with, what I like, what I didn't like, and all that kind of stuff. So bear with me while I make sure these levels are okay. Okay, so this is Aaron Dowd and I am here at the Starbucks on Camp Bowie in Fort Worth, Texas with my good friend, Matt Cyphers. Matt, say hello. 
Hello. So I right now this is just the iPhone 7 microphone, the built-in microphone with the voice recorder app that comes with the phone. And I'm sure you can hear the various noise of Starbucks, uh, the little, what's that thing over there called? Oh, the fridge, the fridge type yeah. thing where all the food is. I, I hear the compressor in there kicking on. There's some smooth jazz going on in the background. But I'm just, I'm holding my phone out in front of me in my hand, pointing it at Matt whenever he wants to talk. And uh, Yep, that's me talking, talking about stuff. Uh, and I think I think technology, especially for phones, has gotten better to the point where you could record an entire interview like this. It's not going to be amazing, but Matt, you know what they say about um, the best camera is the one that you have with you all the time. I think it's also true for microphones. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we're going to test out a couple other microphones and uh, see how it goes. Okay, so that was the iPhone Seven built-in microphone pretty noisy i mean you could hear you could hear a lot of the background noise you heard the the coffee grinder when that started going kind of obnoxious i I will say about all of these i the only processing i did on these was trying to get normalizing to to get the volume level about the same for all of them and just like a, a high pass filter eq and then an adaptive limiter limiter to make sure that nothing clipped. But I didn't really mess with the EQ. I didn't mess with the compression settings at all. I didn't change anything. I just tried to get them all roughly the same volume level. So this is an approximation of the type of sound that you would get if you just went to a Starbucks and started recording with these things and you didn't do any processing on them. And I'm sure that I could probably clean them up a little bit, but I just wanted to show you the raw tracks. All right, so next up we got the MV88 in monocardioid mode. This is the microphone that plugs into my iPhone, 150 bucks. Okay, this is the iPhone with the Shure MV88, and this is a little, what did I pay for this? 150 bucks from Shure. And I love this mic because it is small and portable and I can just keep it in my backpack all the time. And it, uh, I'd say it does a really good job for what it is and for how portable it is. You've uh, have you seen me use this mic before, Matt? Uh, I haven't, but um, I like it. I can dig it. It's got this little pop filter. Right now, it's in monocardioid mode, so it's very—I uh, wouldn't say completely directional, but it's pretty directional. I'm pointing it at myself right now, and if I want to get a clear recording of Matt, I have to point it at him. Yep, uh, that's that's me being all clear and. Uh, clean and clear and under control. The gain on the, so I downloaded the Sure Motive app to use with this device and it's kind of, I think it's a necessity. Have the gain set at about 30 decibels. The compressor settings on easy, light, light. And that's pretty much it for the settings. So again, I really like this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what this mic sounds like in bi-directional mode because it can actually record from opposite sides of the microphone, which is really cool. So I'm gonna set them, basically set the mic on the table between Matt and I, because we're sitting on opposite sides of a table. And then uh, we'll both talk and we'll see how that sounds. Yeah, so the MV88, I really like that mic. That's, it's great for shooting video. Mm, it's not super high quality. You could still hear a little bit of the background noise. So let me play the 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 MV88 in bi-directional mode. So this is, instead of just like being directional, which is like pointing the MV88 at something, at a sound source, you can actually set it to, to record from opposite sides of the microphone, which could be useful for recording interviews. 
except, um, well, let's just listen and then I'll tell you what I think about it. Okay, this oh. is the Shure MV88 in bi-directional mode, so the phone is set on top of my coffee cup in the middle of the table, and across from the table is Matt. Matt, who also works at Starbucks. Uh, That's not what you're famous for. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty famous for my... Uh, Hot for sauce. My, yeah, my hot sauce and my uh, speech impediment and my <laughs> my handling of money. <laughs> Matt is actually the lead singer of Not Half Bad, the band that I also play in. I play drums, and uh, Matt has has some good songs. So, again, this is um this is a Sure MV88 in bi-directional mode. The game is currently maxed out at 36 decibels inside of the the Sure Motive app. So. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's gonna do it for the MV88. I want to, I want to try the Zoom H4n now, and then we'll we'll test out a shotgun microphone, uh, a Shure SM58 dynamic microphone, and then a Shure, what's this KSM32? I believe is the condenser microphone I have. We just got a bunch of mics to try, and Matt's over there on his laptop, very enthusiastic. I'm yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> so, when I first got this microphone the MV88, I was excited about the bi-directional mode. But after listening back to the recording, to me it sounds kind of thin and kind of harsh, like the the S's didn't come through particularly well. And then it also picked up a lot of the background noise. And even though Matt and I were both sitting across from a very small, like a little round table, we still both sounded kind of distant and the the gain on that on that mic, on that setting was turned all the way up and it still sounded kind of kind of crappy. So I was a little bit disappointed in that. Um, but let's uh, let's hear how it sounds compared to the Zoom H4n. So this is the built-in pair of, of stereo condenser mics that are on top of the Zoom H4n portable audio recording device. And uh, yeah, I, I actually just set it up because these are in an XY configuration. So if you're looking at it from the front, one of the mics is pointed to the left, the other one's pointed to the right. And when they record together, they get a nice wide stereo field recording but if you set it on top if you turn to the side and set it on top of a table then it'll actually be like one mic's pointing at you and then if your guest or your friend is sitting on the other side of the cable uh, the table then they'll have a microphone pointing at them so that's kind of cool that's how i set this up so zoom h4n okay so this is a recording with the zoom h4n just the uh, the stereo condenser microphones that are on the top i'm actually going to set it down on the table so that one microphone is pointing at me and the other one's pointing at Matt and see how that sounds. I've got the recording level set to 60, whatever that means. I don't really, it's kind of hard to see on these things. So how was your day, Matt? You work today? Uh, yes, I did. And it was, uh, it was extremely busy. And uh, am I allowed to curse on this thing? No. No? It wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can use uh, PG words. Uh, I I was not happy with the uh, with most of today and most of the people. Most, most of, of the, the people? people coming in, I was just like, you are just a cranky Sue, Mister. No, what way to brighten your day? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the uh, Zoom H4n and the stereo condenser capsule on top, just the built-in microphone. I like the Zoom H4n. I'd say that's a good way to describe how some of the people were. Stereo condenser capsules. Stereo condenser capsules. All right, let's, uh, let's plug in some of the microphones and test those out. 
Yeah, so not really not bad. I, I've been pretty impressed with the, the built-in mics on the Zoom H4n. I've used them to record concerts before. It sounds really good. They do a decent job for recording videos. If you can only afford $200 for uh, a portable recording setup, I'd say the Zoom H4n, especially the newer version, will do you pretty solid. Okay, next we got the shotgun microphone, the AT875R. Yeah, so uh, we are now at the Starbucks at Montgomery Plaza in Fort Worth because yesterday I completely forgot to switch the input on my Zoom H4n, so I recorded all the examples with the built-in microphone, which is no bueno. Wow. So, stuff happens. Yes, stuff happens. Uh, it's uh, Recording audio is hard, actually. Podcasting yeah. is very hard. So, currently we're sitting at the bar in front of the, the area where the Starbucks baristas do their work. And it's um, it was a lot noisier in here about five minutes ago, but it's uh, it'll pick back up. Okay, yeah. So and then of course just random background noise. I wanted to pick. There's actually quieter places in this Starbucks to record, but I wanted to pick a place that would be particularly brutal uh, on a recording. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, this is the Audio Technica 875R shotgun microphone. I'm just holding it in front of me and then pointing it back and forth whenever I talk and whenever Matt talks. Matt, what do you think about microphones? Uh, I think they're really cool. Good. Me too. I like microphones. So let's um, let's try out some of the other mics. we got to try the Shure SM58 and the Shure KSM32. Nope, that's a marker. Okay. Stop. How do you stop? So I was actually fairly impressed by the way this uh, 875R shotgun mic sounded inside of Starbucks. It's, it still picked up some of the background noise but I didn't feel like it was overwhelming like some of the, the other microphones. And it did a pretty good job of, of picking up my voice and Matt's voice. And we were both sitting next to each other, and I was just holding the mic kind of out down on the counter, similar to where it would be if you just had a little desktop stand set up. So, yeah, I kind of like that one. All right, next up, the Shure KSM32 condenser mic. Okay, this is the Shure KSM32 condenser microphone. This is, uh, I don't think this microphone will work out very well because it's very sensitive and it's not really meant to be used like an interview mic, more of like a, a studio condenser mic where you have a nice sound isolated and soundproof room and you can make things that sound really good, but this is just gonna be, I don't know, I'm, I'm just have it set on the counter in front of me pointing towards both Matt and I and uh, we're just kind of sitting here. And Matt, how was your day at Starbucks? It was uh, whatever comes after awful is what it was. <laughs> one step below awful. No, one step past awful. One, yes, one step past awful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's Starbucks sometimes. Things will get better. Yeah. Stay optimistic. Well, you know, it's, uh, I'm not up here for uh, career fulfillment. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but you, good news, you, you are going to play Fest here in a, a few weeks in yes. Florida. Mm-hmm. And Fest is awesome. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm trying to think of like a biblical reference to describe it. Like, it's basically like when Jesus comes again. Yes. If you're a Christian, if you're, is what yes. Fest is. For punk rockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. So Jesus coming again for punk rockers. Fest Florida 2016. Anyways, let's try out the uh, the Shure SM58 dynamic cardioid mic. I think that one's going to be best, but we'll have to hold it closer. Okay. Yeah, so the Shure KSM32 
it, it like like I was guessing, it picked up a lot of the ambient sound and not in a good way. <laughs> like the uh, like the I feel like the shotgun, the shotgun mic did a pretty good job of picking up some ambient sound, but also having us be more prominent. But the condenser mic, the large diaphragm condenser mic, just was like, eh, I don't, yeah, I, I didn't really like it. So finally, I tested out the Shure SM58, and uh, yeah, let's take a listen. Okay, this is a test of the Shure SM58 dynamic microphone, and I feel like this one's going to be the best at isolating my voice compared to the rest of the background. So Matt, how long have you worked at Starbucks? I Longer than I would ever want to admit, truthfully. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. You know, I considered it for a while, but... Um... <laughs> you, made, you made the right decision. You definitely made the right career choice. Okay, I think the, the only thing I, I will say about this microphone is that if you are going to use it, one, it's going to be a little bit more noticeable than other mics because you really have to hold it in front of your face and it's kind of big. I mean, not massive, but... And then also you'd probably want to have a single, uh, an SM58 for every single person talking so that you don't have to hold it in front of the other person talking while you're asking questions. So Matt, uh, are, do you have any plans for podcasting in the future? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I currently shoot a video series called Drinks with Friends. Um, it's basically think drunk history with bands. And what I've been doing for that is I've been cutting out the questioning and the banter in between to make it sort of a condensed three, four minute interview. And what I'm planning on doing is just taking all, most of the heavy editing out of it and then uh, turning that into a podcasting series. I like that idea. That's a... I think it's a good way to get to know bands and also just make new friends, hear stories from people. We've done some pretty entertaining ones so far, and it's actually been really good practice for me because I've, I've, uh, we've used the, sh the Zoom H4n before. I tried like a couple different microphones. I played with some video setups, so it was good practice. Yep. All right. So this will conclude the test. Hopefully, this gives you all a better idea of what these different microphones sound like in a. I would say a pretty noisy situation uh, up at a Starbucks here in Fort Worth during uh, not maybe not peak hours, but this is pretty average. Post peak. Post peak. Post peak hours, yeah. So, thanks for listening. That's uh, the end of the test, I guess. Do you, do you have anything you want to say on your way out? Um, even if you think that not voting would be funny because you might get a reality TV star for president. Go on ahead and vote, and don't vote ironically. And also, uh, pineapple is not a real topping to put on pizza, and ketchup is not a real condiment. <laughs> Wise words, Matt. Thanks for thanks for helping me out with this. Uh, hey, anytime, buddy. So. <laughs> Oh, Matt's funny. So as I suspected before I hit record, the SM58 does the best job of isolating the voice from the background noise. The The background noise was still there, but it was very subtle compared to the voice. And um, pineapple is not... I like pineapple on pizza. Whatever, guys. <laughs> um, I was just holding the SM58 and like pointing it at my face probably. I mean, it was... It was not proper mic technique, but it worked fine. 
and then just holding it back and forth like a typical interview worked fairly well. I will say that after listening back to all of these, I, I still, even though it's not the best sound quality, I still really, really like the Shure MV88. I still like the built-in stereo condenser mics on the Zoom H4n. My two favorite were the shotgun microphone, and I think mainly because you can set it up if you can get relatively close to your guest and set it like kind of far away so it's pointing roughly at both of you at the same time, then you can record some some good audio there. I, I think for the best isolation, especially in noisy places, getting a getting two SM58s and then either like a little if you're going to be sitting around a table, like a desktop stand, or even just holding them, like hands holding them, holding them with your hands. There's got to be a better way to say that. But even just holding them in your hand and talking into them will get you a, a pretty good result. I mean, I was I was pretty happy with the raw recording of that SM58, but I know I could clean it up a little bit, cut out a little bit of the low mid-range, maybe boost the treble a little bit, because it, the only thing I can say about SM58s is that they tend to be... Um, they tend to be a little bit dull to my ears. I feel like they're, they, they could use just a little bit more treble or high end, but I still really, really like them. They still sounded really good. So shotgun microphone, the, uh, the 875R shotgun microphone I have pretty happy with. The Rode NTG2 is about in that same uh, $200 range. If you can, <laughs> if you have five or six hundred dollars, you get a Rode NTG3, and those things are awesome. That's what I'm saving up for, or just the the Shure SM58 plugging into your Zoom H4M or your little Tascam, and that man, you can find the the SM58 mics used for like 50, 60 bucks. GuitarCenter.com/used or check Craigslist or check eBay. They're they're just extremely well-built microphones. They last forever. They last for decades. You can like hammer nails with them. It's no joke. They're, they're solid mics and they're practically invincible. So I think that about covers everything. So thinking a lot about location, if, you're, if you want to record really clean audio, then a coffee shop is not going to be the best place to go. Try to find somewhere quiet. I guess like some coffee shops are a lot quieter. I picked kind of a noisy one. <laughs> because I wanted to see what it sounded like. But if you can find a, a quiet corner, then that'll be pretty good. I, I will say that I do not own any lav microphones, and so I, I wasn't able to test those, but I'm sure that there are a few that you can get. Uh, let's see. There was a question in here from David. He was asking, yeah, will this, uh, he said, will it allow separation of interviewer and interviewee? That is only, so a so, couple things. The, the microphones that you plug into your phone will not. You just get one channel of audio. Everything's on that channel. If one of you is way quieter than the other, if you're way quieter than your guest, there's not too much you can do about that. So it's kind of risky. If you want separation, you have to have two different microphones recording on two different channels. And that's something you can do with the H4n or the Tascam DR40. Or if you want to have up to four microphones, or I think maybe even six, then you get a Zoom H6 and you've got four different line inputs that you can use, so you can plug in a bunch of different microphones. So that way you can adjust the volume levels and do some EQ and do some individual compression and noise removal. So those are the Zoom. Uh, yeah, I'll get a Zoom H6 at some point in the future. So I will say for interviews, if you're, if you're planning on doing video in addition to audio, 
that I think a shotgun mic is going to be best or possibly a lav mic. I wish I had some recommendations, but I have no experience with lav mics. Hopefully I will sometime in the future. Or if you want to just do an audio interview and you want it to sound really, really good, even in noisy environments, then I recommend the Shure SM58s or even these um, Beta 87As. They're a little bit more expensive, but you can get all this stuff used and save a little bit of money. Uh, Before we go, I will say this. Be careful when buying used gear. This episode, I made this episode for Diana because she was asking about this, but she bought a used Zoom H6 and there was something wrong with it. She wrestled with it for a couple hours, I think a whole afternoon trying to figure out what was uh, what was wrong with it before taking it back to Guitar Center. And she took it back and they said, oh yeah, there's this is broken. <laughs> there's something wrong with it. So buying used is a great way to save money, but you need to be careful with that. If there's no return policy, like if you're buying off a Craigslist or if you're buying from someone on eBay and there's no return policy, well, I would just not do that from eBay. But on Craigslist, you need to do a very thorough test of everything before you hand over the cash. Like try everything out. You don't want to get a broken recording device or microphone. Like you need to test this stuff. And if anything seems wrong with it, take it back. You know, this is actually one of the reasons I like buying stuff either from Amazon or guitarcenter.com. And uh, I guess I should mention Reverb.com too. Reverb is a great used um, place to buy musical equipment. They also have a lot of audio gear. So Reverb.com, GuitarCenter.com, used gear. You can return the stuff. You're not stuck with it, and it's also great deals. So just be just be careful. Buyer beware. Be careful about this stuff. And I will say I'm going to leave this with a call to action. If you are recording audio out in the world and there's some gear that you use that you really like that I haven't heard of or that I didn't mention then send me an email, Aaron at the podcastdude.com or head over to the website, thepodcastdude.com and hit the contact uh, button there and just let me know what your setup is because uh, I'd be happy to include it in the show notes, recommend some stuff to other people. I want to want to help people record the best audio possible. And the stuff I talked about today is stuff I have experience with and stuff that I've researched a lot. And uh, Corey McCabe said he's going to teach me lav mics. So awesome. All right, so that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was interesting. I hope you got something out of it. If you could do me a huge favor, if you want to help the show out, head to thepodcastdude.com slash iTunes and leave me a review. I really appreciate it. If you've already left a review, thank you. You're awesome. Everybody likes you, and you're probably very good looking. So if if you enjoy the show, head over to seanwest.com and sign up to be a member. So Sean West members get access to the backlog of, uh, of the show, the archive, the vault. So I've got actually 60, 60 plus episodes by now, and um, only 10 of those are available to the public. So if you're listening to this and you're not a member, you're missing out on a ton of great episodes. And it's not just my show. There are some other shows on the Sean West Network that are actually as good or, dare I say, even better than this show. There's some great shows. Go go check those out. You can listen to some free episodes that are online at seanwest.com right now, but you get access to a huge archive if you sign up to be a member. And you'll also get access to some to some of the amazing people that are members. Like, man, Diana's in here, Corey McCabe's a video guy. We there's just so many awesome people willing doing all kinds of different things and and like they're encouraging, they're helpful, they'll teach you what they know. 
it's just a great place to get motivation and encouragement and to talk about the stuff you're working on and to get help and feedback on the stuff that you're working on. So there's so many benefits. SeanWest.com, check it out. Listen to the podcasts. Listen to all the podcasts, all the great podcasts. Okay, so that's going to do it for me. Uh, you can also find me online. I'm at the podcast dude on Twitter. Twitter's about the only place I'm uh, hanging out these days. Subscribe to my email newsletter. Oh, got some courses coming soon that uh, I think you're going to really enjoy. I think you're going to love. So head over to the podcast dude and sign up for my email newsletter. You'll get weekly updates for the show episodes that go out. And then also I'll, I'll keep, you in, uh, keep you in the loop about what's going on behind the scenes. So, yes. Another show in the bag. Another week closer to 2017. It's going to be a good year. Where's my outro music? Yeah. Corey McCabe's working. Corey McCabe and I did a um, getting started with video on your iPhone course. That was really, really fun. And uh, members get access to that included with membership. It's really cool. Seriously, SeanWest.com. Check it out. Okay, so Corey said, Corey McCabe was saying he's going to teach me how to use lav mics or teach me about lav mics. And I am familiar. I do know about the Rode Smart Lav Plus. This is a a little lav mic that you can clip onto your shirt and that will plug into your phone for recording. And it's, what is that, $80 and it's really great. But he just said, lav is in the air. No, that's David who said that. That's terrible. I'm I'm laughing a little bit. You guys. He just said he recorded an interview with two Rode Smart Lav um, Plus mics. Hmm. So I'm thinking about how this could work. So I would say everybody in the world, no, that wouldn't be good. I mean, I guess it kind of could be. Huh. I, I mean, I know, okay, I know everyone in the world has a smartphone. And if these Rode, I know there's, a, the, there's, an, there's apps for iPhone. I'm sure there's apps for, uh, for Android too. So yeah, if you just buy two SmartLav Pluses, they're $80 each, so that's about $160, and both you and your guest record a track to your phone and then have them like send it to you, that could work pretty well. I mean, there might even be a way to Bluetooth the audio file over. But I want to know, so I asked Corey Corey if he recorded the same phone, because there might be a way to do that with some kind of splitter, but then you would only have one track. So basically you have two inputs going to the same phone. And I mean, but if, if you, how would you adjust the levels then? So many questions, Corey. Corey, I got to have you on the show to, to talk about this stuff. Diana said, when I first signed up for the community, I wanted to listen to the rest of Aaron's episode and I figured out the math, $6 per episode, worth it, made me sign up. But I mean, Diana, that's not like, that's not the only thing you got out of this whole thing too. I mean, it's, it's, 
I, I appreciate you. I'm glad you're here. That is exciting. But there's so much more. Yeah. Okay. So Corey, Corey McCabe said he did have to use two phones. Hey, man, like it works. As long as you don't mind lining up the audio files later. Uh, the only thing I would be worried about, Corey, was there any overlap in the voices? Like, did was your voice picked up in the other guy's microphone? Other gal? Guy? Gal? I don't know. Yeah, two phones isn't a... Well, okay, so David said two phones isn't a bad idea, affordable if Android. Here's the thing, though. Everyone's got a freaking smartphone these days. Like, let's just... let's just. Well, I don't even have to ask. I know every single one of you listening right now has a smartphone. Either an iPhone or an Android. So, and because the Rode Smart Lav is just is like a 3.5 millimeter jack, you just like paste it in. Yeah, and then Corey Miller says you could pick up a 4S or a 5S for about 100 bucks. Well, okay, yeah, but then we're getting into like, you might as well just buy a portable recording device like the Zoom H4n. I kind of like that as a, as a budget way, the Rode, two Rode Smart Lavs. Let's see what they are on Amazon right now. 80 bucks on Amazon right now. Might be able to find some used. Who knows? Yeah, so for 160 bucks, you could record yourself and a guest. And I will say that these, these lav mics do a pretty good job of isolating your voice. I've heard examples. They're great. Eugene does not own a phone. Okay. I was wrong. So, yeah, I like that idea. Two Rode Smart Lav Pluses record two tracks on different phones. Put them together later. I mean, it's a little bit more complicated. It adds a little bit of time, but it's cheaper than an H4n. And uh, we'll def- I think we'll definitely give you better sound quality than the built-in microphone on an H4n. All right, if there's not any other questions, I'm going to call this a day. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or if you have any comments or feedback or anything, Aaron at the podcast, dude, say hi, say what's up. Let me know what you use to record while you're out and about if you're shooting video. I, uh, I like to hear about new stuff and new, uh, new setups. All right. Have an excellent rest of the week and I will talk to you next week.